Hello, hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 207. I'm Aaron Mack, here with my good friend Kevin, aka CBC Basic Complexity. Mm-hmm. And Kevin will take it away with a significance of the number seven for him. Kevin, take it away, my friend. Okay. Um. For me personally, the number seven has always been my favorite number. And I oh sound kind of pointless or facetious, but one because it rhymes with my name. Um and Yeah, it rhymes with my name. I was also born on the 7th. I mean, barely, but still. I mean, at the crack at dawn on the 7th. Yeah, that 7 is still my number. And always will be my favorite number. Nice. And, I'm sorry. Oh, I said nice. Very cool. Uh, and that's what I have. All right. And I will take it away with the new song, and then you'll go for the older song. And okay. for the new, my new song, it's huh, from. Salty Soul's 2020 release, Midnight Train, and their song Insecure off that album. I love actually Midnight Train. Salty Soul is an East African mega singing group, and they are outstanding. I particularly love their song Insecure. Because, so, they're out of Kenya, right? And Kenya is the official language. Uh, I I think the the way it works is it's between Swahili and English. But, like, most businesses done in English and what have you. Anyway, so their singing is mostly in English with a little bit of Swahili. I just said, I understand Swahili a little bit, very little. But I I, I think their music is cool. And also, what they're talking about is the interesting situation in relationships where both partners are actually insecure. So it's like, I used to think to my um, mental health counselor back in the day, oh, I remember I said this to my first mental health counselor. I was like, yeah, you know, I always thought that if I was like a broken person that I would find another broken person and we would just fix each other and make it work. And my mental health counselor was like, that's not how it goes. And 
in the songs that they're talking about the, the insecurities and just being insecure. And I know myself that, that I can be insecure um, very quickly. Um, I, uh, I remember there was this time that um, my, my acne used to be really bad all the way through my uh, up to the end of my uh, undergraduate studies, right? And mm -hmm. I remember there was one time I was on the, the Metro in DC and I, I looked at myself in the reflection in the window and I was actually like, I'm so honest with you all. I, 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 I was repelled by myself and I that 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 was a, a difficult uh, moment but I I feel better now and you know what I say that oh okay I, I'm talking too much basic complexity what maybe I'll share more another day basic complexity what's your older song Okay, my older song um, is definitely uh, at this point in time, uh, it's kind of crazy to say, but a well-known classic by my childhood crush, um, Tevin Campbell. And the song is Can We Talk? And that was the the song was released in nineteen ninety three, um, and it was the lead single from his sophomore album "I'm Ready," which is excellent. Um, yeah, I. Personally, believe the song will always be as well as a well-known classic to really the masses. Um, it's because even thirty years after the song was originally released. A lot of people still know the lyrics and sing the song. So, yeah. Like, for those of you on TikTok, I know at some point there was a Can We Talk challenge. And, yeah. But, yeah, some some people could pull that off, not everyone. <laughs> but Tevin has a well, even being a male, he has a kind of high voice and could definitely hit those notes that a lot of people can't hit. But 
Yeah, that's my old school song. You know, I did go ahead and look it up, and Tevin Campbell is classified as a type of counter tenor, which is yeah. one of those rare guys that, that have those really high voices. Uh -huh. And I was going to ask you your perspective on that whole uh, can we talk challenge that was going on. And, and you mentioned that, that it happened, and you mentioned like some people did well, some people didn't. But what did you think about it overall? I agree, some people did. I don't think I came across anybody who, at least anybody famous, who tried to do notes that they couldn't actually do. Like people would bring, bring it down a key and sing it a little bit lower. And, and that's sort of what people would do. But what did you think about it all? Um, well, for one, celebrities are not stupid, and they know if they get hit those notes or not. And if they can't, they won't even attempt to do it in the original key. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I will say this. Uh, I'll shout out one of our Q-plus brothers, bro <laughs> brother Avery Wilson. Did, yeah, he did a really good job with the uh, Can We Talk Challenge. He, he's got an outstanding voice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And anyway. I will also say really quick, um, one of the guys who definitely were able to pull off those high notes, um, and it's sad to say this, but the late Jesse Powell, he definitely could hit those high notes. He could, but did he do the Can We Talk challenge? That I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure that was for or after he died. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, I, I would guess that he's probably considered a I don't have to put it into quotes. He's probably considered a counter tenor as well. But yeah. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he can get up there. He's got some ups. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Oh, Just right. In my mind, really quick. I always consider him like, well, similar to a Tevin Campbell 2.0. Even though, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was slightly older than Tevin Campbell. Yeah. He is. Now, when you say 2.0, you're not saying in terms of he's the next level of Tevin Campbell. You're just saying he's like a different person in that upper range. Right. Okay. 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now, yes. technically, uh-huh. uh, I was gonna say, like, you very rarely hear Mills being able to sing with that type of voice or hit those extremely high notes. Yeah, the, the countertenor is a, a very rare uh, vocal range. I believe it. Yeah. Now, it is the time that you've all been waiting for, mm-hmm. our time of giving thank yous. Thank you so very much to everyone who checks out hashtag Verse TV, everyone in the hashtag Verse TV audience. It, the, the love is mutual. We, we appreciate you very much. And we like to give thanks to each country. And mm, I'll do it like this. First, we'd like to thank Canada. Thank you. United States. Thank you. Singapore, thank you. Germany, thank you. Belgium, thank you. Brazil, thank you. Egypt, thank you. France, thank you. United Kingdom, thank you. Thank you, everybody. And if if you're checking out hashtag Verse TV and for whatever ridiculous reason your country didn't show up, thank you as well. Thank you all. We, we appreciate every single one of you checking out hashtag Verse TV. Now, the topic for the week, the titles, the titles for the topics for the week are hashtag the mindset, hashtag just must care. Hashtag go out. Hashtag about safe. Basic complexity. Are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Yeah. Two oh seven. Hashtag the mindset at Simon dot Nicholas at Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. Hashtag Verse TV 207A. With the right person, it will all work out. I disagree. Why? To me, that sounds like you're completely letting yourself off the hook from having to be someone that actually has relationships work out. As if you don't actually have a say. Like, oops, we didn't get through that conflict. I guess you're the wrong person for me. I don't buy that at all. Okay, then what makes sense to you? That things work out for people who are willing to work them out. That relationships are a team sport to actively participate and grow in. And that they're not about finding the perfect or right person and then living happily ever after. Sure it is. I don't think so at all. I think it's about being the right person ourselves. Being the kind of person that's capable of deep love and connection and adventure. But I am that. I just haven't met the right person. Maybe. Or maybe you actually aren't showing up the way you think you are. Some food for thought. No, it's not me. It's everyone else. Do you believe, Gurudev, that there is destiny? Everything is already written? Not everything. Life has free will also as well as destiny. For example, after 22, your height doesn't change, right? But your weight is your free will. If you are weighing 150 kilos, 
you can't say oh this is my destiny i have to live with it see the past as destiny see the future as free will hmm. and be happy in the present this is the intelligent thing to do what foolish people do is they think the past was free will and keep on regretting about it they think future is destiny and they do nothing about it and present they will be miserable that's beautifully put that's actually the best summary of what most people go through in life so i'll go first for the first two you all go first for the second two Oh, and I will say my initial reaction is the same as my connection in that as far as Nicholas that used to be me very much and just like the Katy Perry song the movies I used to actually sing that to myself that if it's not like the movies that's how it should be it should be perfect and if it's not perfect then he's not the one and i i would move on from it and he was exactly right because you do that and that's a way of absolving you from any responsibility to the relationship and any responsibility to make a thing work like that that is very true and i had to teach that to myself and to not always just run away run away run away run away and save your life okay i'm sorry as the real mccoy do you anyway the real mccoy and um as far as sri sri ravi shankar wow that's powerful and and the nuance that he mentioned there with the way people think and FYI I I think he said like 150 kilograms 150 kilograms is I think 350 pounds wow so yeah but that's just deep because and I love the way he said what don't look back at the what people will do is they'll look at the past as well that was my opportunity to get things right but i didn't so i guess i'm just going toward this future destiny of mine oh well no look back at the past as that was destiny what happened is what happened okay mm-hmm. that what you were destined to deal with be happy with the fact that oh <laughs> yeah be happy with the fact that moving forward you can make your life better you can improve things hallelujah oh my gosh uh thank you sri sri ravi shankar yes but I, I, absolutely i i think that's absolutely beautiful and yes we can make a better future and that speaks on so many levels so many levels we can make a better brighter future yes we can yes we can in terms of everything basic complexity what do you have to say my friend all right um <clears throat> after hearing this in regards to the first video um i would i personally believe in this is just 
me that there is no such thing as a perfect relationship that just doesn't exist realistically. Um, now, uh, relationships require work from both sides. One might be a lot, while the other one not so much, but it's it's a two I guess a two person uh, challenge I guess and both parties had to be willing to really tackle that um but still something might have to be adjusted on either side. And that's why they say relationships require work. They're not easy. And I'm speaking from experience. And that's what I I'll take a one minute. You know, it, it, it's interesting what, what you're saying. I, I, I believe I've heard former First Lady Michelle Obama explain that relationships, they average out to be 50-50. It's not that every single step down the road is 50% you, 50% me, or 100% you, 100% me giving 50-50. Because Michelle Obama said like, in earlier days, like there were times that he was up here and she was down there, but they averaged it out to be that. And she was up here, and he was down there and they averaged it out to be that. But the key is you both have to put in that effort, give 100% of your effort to average at, at the same ultimate level. Sometimes you're gonna have up days. Sometimes you're gonna have down days. That's the point of a partnership. Oh my gosh, I'm talking. That's the <laughs> point of a partnership. You know, you all help each other through those things. Thank you, First Lady Michelle Obama. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. All right. And my one sentence is don't give up. We cannot give up. We can make a difference. Yes, we can. In relationships, in life, in all of that. Base complexity. Okay. Um, I would say definitely there are things in life, just in general, in life, um, that have no way of changing and they're basically that is basically destiny just had to be realistic about that um the things that can change are free will so yeah choose your battles 
possibly. That's what, yeah. Cool. All right, and I will go first for this next one as well. A, B. A, A, B, B, B. Hashtag must care at glad at pastor from OK. Hashtag verse TV 207B. There are now over 14 states that have passed bills restricting health care for trans kids. Listen to that, Michael. Yeah. Restricting health care for kids. For some reason, there's something about the word trans that makes people forget the word kids. If you don't care about trans kids' lives, it means you don't care about frickin' kids' lives. Wow, wow. I was on a Zoom call this morning with some other pastors from around Oklahoma discussing some of the issues facing our country. One pastor chimes in and says, I just believe you can't even be a true Christian and say black lives matter because all lives are sacred to God. Of course, I immediately pipe in and I'm like, sure you can. In a real condescending way, he says, you just explain it to me then. Okay, cool. Let's pretend like your house is on fire. You call 911 because the blaze is getting out of control. Now, when they respond, instead of coming directly to your house, they go to every house in the city and put water on it. That wouldn't be a problem for you, right? Because all houses matter. I said in the same way the communities of our black brothers and sisters are on fire with discrimination and injustice, and we just keep pouring water on every other house. All lives can't matter until black lives do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. So I will say my initial reaction to this. Oi. Okay. Michael Che is a fellow 1983 baby, and he is fine. And Molly. Kearney is SNL Saturday Night Live's first gender non-binary rainbow family member of ours. Uh, Molly Kearney classifies themselves as they, them pronouns. I'm like, that's dope. All, all the way around. And uh, I, I, I love me some Michael Shea. I, I assume he's hetero. I don't know, but whatever. So now to the serious stuff. I I truly echo the, the point being made about trans kids because, oh my gosh, w when they said that Molly Kearney was like, you talk about caring about kids, but you don't care about kids because it's like you hear the word trans in front of it and you forget that they're kids. They are the kids. And what happens Sometimes, not always, of course, not always, but there are some kids, and we care about the kids, right? Some kids who dealing with the stress of life as a transgender kid in a society that does not accept them, is it, they kill themselves. We've seen this time and time again. We've seen this even with just kids that were homosexual, you know, mm -hmm. who kill 
themselves because of the stress of that not understanding. And, and I recently heard something today explaining the importance of, you talk about, well, I, I don't want kids to learn about homosexuality and stuff until they're old enough. When are they old enough? They're old enough perhaps when they, they can be called homosexual on, on the uh, playground and, and be hurt by that. That's mm -hmm. old, you know? So uh, before that, because you want them to understand that just anyway, but yes, not everyone kills themselves, but if, if you claim to care about all of the kids, you need to care. Now, also, as far as the pastor from Oklahoma, <laughs> his mentioning Black lives, and, and it reminded me that heterosexual men deal with a lot of restraint from society and are not allowed to just fully be whatever they are, wherever they are on the spectrum. And I was talking with a friend of mine this past weekend, and I was like, until we're all free, none of us are free. And the heterosexual men also need to be set free. Basic complexity, I'll finish in my one minute. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I would say, Actually, yeah, both videos um, made very good points in regards to trans kids. I would probably be confident in saying that those people making those anti-trans laws do not have any trans kids or know anyone with trans kids. So it's easy to, it's easy for them to look the other way because they, I guess, don't personally deal with it, which I don't understand. Um, but I love the conversion between the pastor that the pastor made about Black Lives Matter um, and shutting down the other pastor uh, making the all lives matter comment um, or all lives matter argument with the comparison to a house fire because he is exactly right. And that's what I I'll take a one minute.
So I, <laughs> to describe the reason that I gave that smile while you were talking about that very serious point is I was chuckling and it was like a bittersweet chuckle to myself because I was like, the people who are making these laws are probably so far beyond the age of having kids themselves. They, they, they just don't, they're so far removed from that at this point. Like, anyway, they're far removed. And, and that's just how we have our system set up. But yeah, we're not free until we're all free. Nobody is free until everybody's free. So we, we have to realize that other people have struggled and we have to care about the other struggles that exist in our world. And th that's something that I, I, I love about my church. I always shout out my church, Oakland's, thank you. Because being at Oakland's has really taught me to really view the fact that there are many people who have problems in the world and there are also many beautiful things in the world. So don't just see things through your own myopic lens. You know, look look outside of that. Look outside at the rest of the world. Anyway, my one sentence is, let our human kids discover and live their loving truth. That at the end of the sentence, basic complexity. <laughs> All right. Um, well, first off, I just want to kind of touch on what you said, just about kids in general. And hopefully you will understand that kids are not dumb. In fact, in the long run, yeah, they'll more than likely outsmart us if they haven't already because <laughs> definitely look kind of dumb <laughs> some kids they know some things at a young age that i never even learned but yeah that's what that is um so my one sentence is in general, we, we should treat everyone in the LGBTQ community um, with some level of respect and stop, uh, stop letting fear of the unknown um of the unknown of light i'm sorry um the unknown or hate without or hate control their decisions. Sorry. 
All right. Yeah. So, are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Andy. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you and thank you. Absolutely. And here we go. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complex today. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. 207.